As the heavy rain falls outside of our Norch Studios and Fuzzy Wuzzy Productions, oh, well, here, let me turn on our parabolic microphone and pick up those sounds. It's a soaker. Let's wish a very happy birthday to Joan from Tuxbury. Without her foresight and trust fund cassette tape budget, we wouldn't have as many amazing archives of Norm here in the Vault of Silliness. Thank you, Joan, and hope you had a great day. Oh, and happy birthday to our very own Jack Hart. Whew, what a week. Speaking of birthdays, today brings us a dumb birthday game from, you know, a mere 30 years ago. October 16th, 1993. It is titled, A Breast of Fresh Air. Before we get to the game, we begin with some Jack Hart traffic report fun, including an appearance by Jack's third cousin on his mother's side, Paul Drake, who gives a rather dramatic report for WBNW. Next, Joe Franklin from Bloomberg News drops by with some interesting facts about Ed Sullivan. Paul Drake, though, can't stay away as we get report number two, which sounds eerily similar to report number one, but wait for the surprise ending. Then Jack returns on WBZ, and the traffic extravaganza closes with Paul Drake again on WBNW. Now note that all of these sound like they came from Thanksgiving, but from what year, I don't know. Alrighty, time now for the dumb birthday game, with full transistor radio sound. Our players, Claudette from Dorchester, Greeny in Amsterdam, New York, Norma in the North End, I'm playing in studio, Jack Hart from Traffic, Mike Epstein producing and playing in studio, and Sid Whitaker producing and playing in studio. The birthdays, Angela Lansbury, Suzanne Summers, Bob Ware, David Zucker, Charles Colson, and then we move to October 18th with George C. Scott and Pam Dauber. Post-game, we take calls from Generosa, Jim from Detroit, and the slumbering Ed. There's a bonus traffic report with the birthday boy, Jack Hart. Le truck de bread à la fogue? And the show will wrap up with Warren Shepard and Countryside, the last Countryside show. It's just a partial show, but it's still nice to hear it again. Our commercial content includes a Dunkin' Donuts sponsor, Osco Drug, Filene's Basement, and Scotch Pine Farm. Episode 160, A Breast of Fresh Air, heaves its way to your ears. Now. Short delay at the Western Tolls, eastbound and westbound on the Mass Pike Interstate 90. Downtown area, you're in good shape. Ted Williams Tunnel still open to all traffic, and that'll be in effect until midnight on Monday. You'll still have to pay the toll, but you can get through. Light to moderate volume in the expressway northbound and southbound. Still plenty of people heading back in their return trip through the woods and over the bridge to from Grandmother's house. Donuts coffee at home with the same rich plan we use in the shop. Visit a participating Dunkin' Donuts and take home two pounds of our original blend coffee for just $6.99. Plus tags were applicable. With assorted varieties of Queen Anne chocolate-covered cherries for just 99 cents an 8-ounce box. Through Friday at Osco. 
An area roadways. We continue to deal with light to moderate volume. The Ted Williams Tunnel is open this overnight, and it will remain open until Monday. No work crews except for any emergency situations that come up until late on Monday. I'm Paul Drake, Boston's business station, WBNW. I'm David Letterman. I was among the first to advocate renaming the theater where Mr. Letterman now originates, the Ed Sullivan Theater. It was there at the studio-designated CBS Playhouse Number 3 that the late Ed Sullivan hosted a variety show which gripped, indeed, held captive and captivated all America every Sunday night from 8 to 9. During its peak years, the program was watched by almost two-thirds of all television-owning families. Telephone calls declined by 50% during that Ed Sullivan hour. Well, I was elated when the suggested name change was granted, and I hope that name always remains on Broadway and 53rd Street, the Ed Sullivan Theater. Ed Sullivan retired in 1974 after 23 years of dominating the ratings. Since then, various attempts by all the networks to emulate the Ed Sullivan variety show format have proven what I would call futile. Despite top-name hosts, every endeavor expired after a few performances. The copies of Ed Sullivan just don't work. Ed, a newspaper columnist, couldn't sing or dance. What he did was call himself a good pointer. He would introduce the entertainment, point at them, and get off the stage quickly. So potent was his cachet that numerous unknowns emerged as stars after one Ed Sullivan appearance. He encouraged impressions of his kind of seemingly ill-at-ease demeanor, thus becoming TV's most imitated personality. To this day, Jackie Mason closes his act with his Ed Sullivan takeoff. Long live the Ed Sullivan Theater. Joe Franklin, Bloomberg News Radio. Toothed with assorted varieties of Queen Anne chocolate-covered cherries for just 99 cents an 8-ounce box through Friday at Asco. On area roadways, we continue to deal with light to moderate volume. The Ted Williams Tunnel is open this overnight, and it will remain open until Monday. No work crews except for any emergency situations that come up until late on Monday. I'm Paul Drake, Boston's business station. WBNW. Oh, yeah. What we have now on area roadways, many motorists who, subs who had earlier succumbed to a turkey-induced nap have risen from various couches and easy chairs with a crooked neck, and they're on roadways right now, and many of them somewhat grumpy. Drive with extreme care. Watch out for them. Beyond that, no work crews this overnight, and we won't see any unless there's an emergency until late on Monday, and we will deal with the Ted Williams Tunnel being open as well until late on Monday. Monday. You'll still need to pay the tolls, but passenger and commercial vehicles alike are welcome into that structure. I'm Jack Hart, WBZ 24-Hour Traffic Network. Exclusive Filings Basement Famous Holiday Gold Sale. Take an extra $5.50 up to $200 off all 14 and 18 karat gold. Italian designs at hot prices at the Jewelers of Filene's Basement. On area roadways, light to moderate volume on the expressway northbound to southbound, lower deck of Route 93 in the Tobin Bridge heading into the city. We are in good shape just about everywhere. Still some motorists on the roadways heading home from their various holiday celebrations. They could be trouble. I'm Paul Drake, Boston's business station, WBNW. Okay, we'll play the dumb birthday game in just... Two minutes and uh, seven and a half seconds. Okay, we are going to.
going to play the dumb birthday game, and we're just so darn excited about that. And the idea is that I'll tell you who's born on October 16th, which is this very day, and you tell me how old you think that person is. Uh, and we may actually borrow some some uh, birthdays from October 18th, which is Monday, because there aren't too, not a whole lot of really well-known people were born in October, at least this part of it. Anyway, let me introduce you to members of the panel, like uh, Claudette from Dorchester. Hi, Claudette. Good morning, Norm. It's nice to have you playing the game with us. I'm just so darn excited. Are yeah. you? Yeah, I am as well. Imagine the adrenaline is beginning to flow as the game is beginning to be played. And you know that. <laughs> okay. We have we have our friend Greeny back with us. Good morning. Good morning. Greeny is uh, in Amsterdam, New York. And uh, and Norma, who is in far-off exotic North End. Good land. morning. What a pleasant voice to call out again, Gossip. Why, thank you. Beautiful. Well, hello there. <laughs> okay. And we have, of course, Tony Nesbitt is uh, with us uh, playing the game this morning. Hi. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my wow. goodness. Oh, whoopee. My. Oh, whoopee-doo, yay, yay. <laughs> Why? Hi, baby. <laughs> I feel kind of lusty. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Feeling lusty, looking rusty. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, oh, and Jack Hart. Hi, Jack. Hello. 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 Perhaps we can all talk in this tone and drive the listeners just out, out of their mind with loss hyperventilate by the end of the game. Uh, Jack, I understand that uh, October. 15th? Is it, it was your birthday? Oh, yeah. Happy, yeah. happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. Happy, happy birthday happy to you. Birthday. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, Jack, uh, yeah. that your mom called me tonight. Is that right? Yes, she did. Yeah, why? What, what did she call you about? She wanted to remind me that it was your birthday, and I was way ahead of her. Oh, I thought so I told you. owed you money. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't bring that up. She no. forgot about that completely. But I just wanted you to know that your mom called me today. Oh, well. Hello, mom. Well, she's, and she'd like you to, you know, to pick up some bread and milk on the, yeah. <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. She called to say we're out of eggs. Yeah, don't forget that tomorrow we're having a big party at the Pootie Pie Club for you. Oh, that, uh, I'll certainly be there. I know you will. I just wanted to let you, you know. You and Tucker. Yes. Did you get Did you get any gifts or a birthday cake or anybody, any kind of an official observance of this momentous day? I got coal. Coal in your stocking. Coal, yeah. Yeah. And then I put my stocking on and I'm walking around with a limp. <laughs> I see. Obviously, <laughs> he didn't get a, a he humor transplant. No, 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 yeah, he didn't get a book yeah. of good jokes. No, he's got the I, I, same I, old cockamamie joke. <laughs> I did get some very pleasant, some, some, I did get some very nice things. Did you, did you yeah. get like a bottle of perfume or anything like that? Some roses? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I, I got some uh, some some bread from uh, some bread and fruit from a family member. And were you ill, or is it just your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> some bread and fruit is good. I got some flowers shaped like a horseshoe. <laughs> For the man who has everything. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. We also congratulations. I don't know what for, but. <laughs> Uh, also, we have with us Mike Epstein, uh, uh, first class producer here at WBs. We got three producers. Yeah, we have three. Yeah, They're nice. just all over the place. Yeah, I know it. You know. Uh, 
coming out of the woodwork. Jim. I I'm imagine da David Brenda is probably so envious. I've got he's got one producer. <laughs> I mean, he's got Tony Nesbitt, who's David, a good producer. But David, I've got three. David has two producers. Two producers. Well, Kevin Myron. He has, he has the services of, of the lovely Kevin Myron. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. During the day. He gets all those guests that uh, David yeah. occasionally lets speak a few words <laughs> on occasion when he doesn't feel like speaking himself. Uh, Are those the ones? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, but... Uh, Kevin's job is easy, you can see. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you won't have to say very much because David pretty much carries it himself. But you can sit there and nod. That'll be nice. Uh, just Eddie, nod loudly so people know you know that's right too yeah and tell David I said that about him too okay <laughs> <laughs> Sid Whitaker is with us one of our new new, uh, new members that's right yes I, I only welcome, said welcome Sid what, what did you say oh welcome Sid I thought you said walking I've seen those in the jungles of Borneo, you yeah. know. <laughs> the old walking SIDS. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I see we're all here. And it's real form, mind you. Except David Bredner, who's now talking in his sleep. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's uh, let, here. Here are some of the people born on this day. This is a uh, Saturday, of course, October sixteenth, and it's the birthday of Angela Lansbury. I will give you a little background on her so that uh, there may be a clue in there, okay? And then you may speak. <laughs> then again, I may pull a, a, a bread noy on you and just keep right talking through everything. <laughs> you know how long it takes to heal when that happens. Was yeah. it pulling a bread nose? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did that, that once really when I was in you. high school. Oh, you know, you'll live for a month uh, after that. Oh, worse yeah. Worse than Colin just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, born Angela Bridget Lansbury in London, England. Real name. Wow. Oh, that Angela Bridget Lansbury. Yeah, that's her real name. Uh, a three-time Oscar nominee. She's been active on Broadway <laughs> since 1966 and has won three Tonys. She stars. <laughs> That's right, Tony Nesbitt. I didn't uh, know they had a rap. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. She won him. I don't know whether she won him three times or there were three different Tonys. Whatever it was, she's so grateful for. I have no comment. Because she stars on CBS TV's in Murder. She wrote, of course, and she's been married to Agent Peter Shaw since 1949 what agent an agent peter shaw and then what kind of agent secret yeah i mean a secret <laughs> I mean, what to say I would, I would i would think a theatrical agent is okay. what my guess uh since 1949 an insurance agent wow he might be an insurance agent or is that his first name <laughs> agent peter shaw. A agent peter shaw like uh james norman nathan <laughs> it's going to be a new name. No. I was thinking like uh, uh, Major Bowes, you know, the old guy who used to conduct the. You're all too young to remember that. Uh, uh, that's the problem. I made the loudspeakers. No, he uh, he had a, he had an amateur radio show. I mean, his, his show was he was not amateur. I mean, he had amateur. Although he sounded amateurish, he would have guests on. Whatever you know, happened to the Ted Mac amateur? Hour? The Ted Mac amateur ended when. Ted Mac died. Yeah, I figured, what's the sense? No, actually, Ted Mac actually worked with Major Bose. That's true, he did. And then he did, he, he established his own amateur show in the early days of television. You know all that, don't you? I love you? the way we get from Angela Lansbury to Major Bose, and we snag in there. I know it. Okay, 
Angela Lansbury, we're going to start with you, Claudette. All right, I'll say... That's a beautiful name. I love right, Claudette. thank you. I'll say she's roughly 76. That's the spirit. Whoa. Greeny, what do you think? I'd say about oh, 72. And uh, Norma? I'm going to say 64. 64. Okay, Tony, what do you think? Six. 68. 68. Okay, and uh, the birthday boy, Jack Ross? Uh, I'll, I'll say 72. 72. Okay. And uh, Mike? 107. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cut that out. Uh, 70, 72 sounds like a very good age. 72 sounds like an excellent age. I hope I get there. Oh, yeah. I hope I do, too. <laughs> I may get there before you do, and uh, you can take you can take bets on that, to, to be the fact. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Sid Whitaker, who will be 72 years uh, of age in only uh, something like 68 years from now. <laughs> how, how old do you think Angela Lansbury is? I'll say she's 69, Norm. Oh, At 69, okay. 69, yeah. That's the way he said it. 69, Norm. Because he's been going around calling me Sir Mr. Nathan and stuff, yeah. And I said, call me by my first name. But when he says it, it still sounds like my last name. Uh, she's uh, 69, Norm. That always sounds like it. Anyway, she's actually 68. And did you know that, Tony? Because you hit it right on the button. No. You, there was what, a what am I getting? Am I getting the third degree right now? Have you My noticed first that, guess? Tony? What? You know that every, every time you or I get one of these correct. Yeah. And God forbid we get two or three of these correct. <laughs> oh, no, they're cheap. Immediately. It's the they're first birthday of the game. The bases or something. Oh. They've got the oh, don't be a bunch of sore heads. <laughs> Come on. How about, uh, how about Suzanne Summers? How about her? Mm. Okay, she's from San Bruno, California. Of course, from Three's Company, she was Chrissy. St. Bruno? Was there a St. Bruno at one time? Well, apparently there was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the saint, as I recall, of uh, WBZ producers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's the sheriff. What? What does that say? Yeah. Oh, uh, the TV show. Oh, is that the name of his TV show? She's the sheriff. Yeah, I think it is, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah, and step-by-step -step TV series, and she's a published poet. I didn't know she was a poet, too. And she does that wacky thing with the um, leg stretcher. The thigh mask. Oh, yeah. that's right, yeah, yeah. Yes. I love those commercials. Uh -huh. They're really, they're really kind of nice. Well, I have a re reincarnated. I want to come back as a thigh mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You too, huh, Norma? You want, me, no. you want to come back as a <laughs> Well, guys must use that, too, don't they? I mean, guys must Oh, I changed my mind then. Wait a I minute. I want to be squeezed in somebody's <laughs> You want to come back as what? I want to be squeezed in somebody's arms. Oh, you hopeless. You should do that. Yeah, you hopeless romantic. You devil, you saucy wench. <laughs> I got an arm there. <laughs> So they use, actually, they use the thigh master on the arms, too. They absolutely do. Yeah. Well, then you can use it on me uh, with your... That's for people who walk on their hands. <laughs> okay, Susan. <laughs> we're we're going to start with uh, Sid Whitaker on this. And uh, uh, how old do you think Suzanne Summers is, uh, Sid? Oh, I'll say she's... Uh, I'll say she's 
33. 33. Well, from where he just hopes she's listening. Yeah, <laughs> that was just that's when you're only, when you're only about eight years old. Anybody over ten that's seems right. to be a very old person. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to laugh at you. Mm -hmm. I forgot no. how young you are. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Ma Mike, how old do you think? Um, Suzanne Summers, I think, is no spring chicken, but she's still a very mm -hmm. lovely lady. Should be at that Topsville thing, by the way. Do you know? With the chickens are so rare, they're alive. So Thank Supreme you very much. Purdue, we'll be down there in a moment. Um, I'm going to say she's 39 by now. Uh, excuse yeah, me. Excuse me. You know, did he say 39? Yeah, he would. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, there was a guy. Remember the show I was telling you about the Portland, uh, from Boston to Portland, Fred Allen thing at the mm -hmm. Lyric Stage. Yeah. There's a guy that does a Jack Benny, which he's kind of funny. You know, but he's not as good as I would have been, you see, but they didn't, you know, you turned it ask down. me. You turned it well, yes, I, I, well, yes, I am terribly busy <laughs> doing the dumb birthday game. Let me keep you really going, because I have to research all these birthdays. You could be coming up for encores right now on stage. And, no, no, I wasn't. No, right now, that's right. Right now, there'd be women hanging around my dressing room. That's right. Who needs that? We can't have that kind of Okay, oh, sure oh, with, sure oh, with subpoenas in their hands. I'm sorry. Oh, I, hope so. I hope so. Even that would be fun. <laughs> uh, Jack Hart, what do you say? Uh, how old, you know, is uh, Suzanne <laughs> Summers, you see? Oh, uh, you see. know, you see. I don't know. Oh, she's going to be 46. <laughs> yeah, 46. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what do you say, Tony? Uh, sadly enough, <laughs> and I, I just couldn't believe this, which I'm admitting to knowing the answer. So you want to save me for the end? No. Okay. You, you know you know exactly yeah. how old you are. No, said that's okay. I was shocked. Forty-seven. <laughs> Forty-seven. You can't believe it. You think she's in the uh, kind of the winter of uh, her, her career? Well, I, well, you know what it is. She, she doesn't look. 47. Not at all. That's why. And when I said, wow, she really is 47. Not that well, Goldie master. Hawn is 47. Who is Goldie Hawn? That's right, too. See, there's someone who doesn't look at either. I wonder if they both used to. It must have that. been that year. <laughs> what year was that? 47 years ago was what? 47 years. It's 1946. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, we all have. Bunch of mathematicians, we producers. This is the kind of provocative discussions they ought to have during the daytime. But <laughs> more people could be awake to hear it. This is New England business. Yeah, I can hear Gary LaPierre. That could be the MC. <laughs> anyway, uh, Norma, what do you say? How old is uh, Suzanne Summers? I say 47 isn't so old. My son is that age. Gee, Norma, I thought you were only 47. I don't know. No, a lot more than that. I'm going to say 39. 49? 39. Oh, sir, are you going to say 39? Same as... Same 47 as, might be right, but boy, that's hard to believe. Okay, but you're going to guess the same as uh, what Mike said. Mike Norma, guess Norma, said, Norma I, I appreciate you sticking by me, but can I tell you something? <laughs> I, wrong. You are. We both are wrong. If I, if, if I had been... After Tony and I had heard him say, I know the answer, I think I would have gone with him. That's just me. Tony, <laughs> but I would have right. 
Sometimes he sounds very sure when he's wrong. Well, you well, that's what that could be. No, that's no, that's the idea. You see what they you see if you can fake him up. It's all strategy. Absolutely, Greeny. What do you say? I'll say forty-five. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope you're right on this. So do I. Claudette, what yes. do you say? Come on, Claudette. Claudette. Forty-eight. Oh. Forty-eight. Oh. Okay. Well, many of you are around that same age. No, Tony is right. She is 47. Oh, you know, no, you had to know that. No, I did. No, I did. I really did. I did. Oh, that's right. He said that, didn't yes. he? That's yeah. right. He said that. Oh, yeah, he did. And everyone still didn't. <laughs> that's right, yes. Nobody believes yeah, anybody in this I've business. I've heard you do that before, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> but see, you figure if he's in the broadcasting business, he's never telling the truth. No. This true. Is true. And I've had great mentors. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot. Bob Weir, W-E-I-R, he's with the Grateful Dead. Oh, my favorite band. Okay, he's guitarist with the Grateful Dead. I don't know. Okay. So we'll start with you in that case, Norma. How old do you, you see Bob Weir? Well, you know the Grateful Dead. Uh, they were just at, at, at the North Station at Boston Garden a few weeks ago. About a week or two ago. I know. I tried to get through them a couple of times in the traffic. That's right. And the, all the, uh, the the kids were hanging around outside. Big mobs outside as well as in the garden. Oh, they sold out six nights. Early morning. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say around 47. 47. I know they're old. They were around before. See, now you... you you're using very good logic, or you're figuring that out. You're okay. That's very good, Norma. <laughs> Probably wrong. Well, I'm not I'm saying it's correct. Bob Raleigh's no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Bob Raleigh's anything. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, Dad, what do you say? I'll say 50. 50? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Mike Epstein, what do you yes. say? Yes. <laughs> Mike Amstad, at front and center. I'm going to say 50 sounds good. 50. Okay. And uh, Jack? 51. 51. I think Jack's right. <laughs> and I was going to say 51, but I, I, that moment of indecision. I can't be no moments of indecision. We're in battle, man. Indecision one second and our entire troop gets wiped out. Okay. That was acting. I don't even know what's happening here. Uh, Sid, uh, Sid Whitaker, what do you think? Oh, I guess I'll, I'll say he's 52. 52. 52. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Tony? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Oh. <laughs> where or where? Where do you suppose they buried the treasure? We'll find out right after this commercial message. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> Thank you. Give you a moment to think uh, about right. it. Bob Weir. Uh, that's like Weir's Beach up in New Hampshire. Exactly. Yeah. Spelled the same, same way. Same way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only, you just... only you dropped the last S for savings. Well, I listen to too many commercials. Oh, Have you noticed how many mattresses they're selling? These well, what's happening to this country? I don't remember if they go through mattresses. Uh, oh, yeah. no! But why suddenly is there a whole big deal about mattresses? Well, 
You want me to get the guy on? We can get him on the show. Maybe some people are in business selling only mattresses. I I suppose there's there's big money in mattresses. So there must be. I mean, now there's that uh, 1-800 number that we have. There's um, a whole bunch of discount mattress places that we have. People must need new mattresses. Well, it must know, be I, the I baby boomers. The I baby watched, boomers probably wore out the old mattress. You know, this is, I, I, I saw a show where one day this week. It's becoming a national obsession. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it was one of the uh, daytime talk shows. They had people who buy lots of mattresses on. Isn't that incredible? One well, guy I, sleeps on 18 mattresses. 18, 18 it's so high, his, his, yeah, yeah. his nose presses up against the ceiling. It can't well, be good. Yeah. Well, no. what I've heard is that these mattress places are now becoming the hot spot for singles. If you want to find that thing, you <laughs> It's true, though. Yeah. Actually, I think... Yeah, you know, Letterman, well, wake Letterman, up and smell the coffee. Letterman did a skit one night. He had his car phone, and he called up, and he ordered a mattress, and they had to film the whole thing. Sure. He put it out there on his car and he drove off with this. <laughs> Just like that. Sure, you get the mattress and a date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh God. You have a dinner in the morning you're all set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, mattress. I pity, I pity the guy who falls out of bed. <laughs> 46, I'll say. No, I'm... Oh, okay. 46, okay. The age of... We're guessing the age yeah, of Bob Weir. Yeah, he's a little young, but Probably. I don't think he's into the 50 yet. Uh, okay. What do you think, Granny? I'll say 46, too. You'll say 46, too, because he picked it the last time. You figure he's probably got it again, huh? By the way, Norm. Yes. I, I, I'm, we're obviously past the time. I, I wonder Oops. if we're going to go to the network at 3.30. No, we're not. I guess we're not. No, I made up my mind a long time ago, like over two days ago, I made up my mind to that. <laughs> I meant to send you a memo. I must have gotten it, and I just misplaced it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, Bob Weir is 44. Oh. So Greeny. Oh, wow, another one. Greeny said 46, so she came the closest. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. I oh, said, wait a minute. You said 44, or 46 also. That's right, so we get two winners. That's right. You, you, you got 11 when he, he had the next time. Yeah. Tony's, Tony's got three out of three, and Greeny's got one, and the rest of you have nothing. You have next nothing. Time I want to be called after Tony. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. David Zucker, remember from Airplane and all that, the Zucker and the Abrams? Oh, yeah, the, the, the Zucker twins. The, the Zucker, Zucker brothers, yeah, and the and the Abrams and stuff. Let me see what I can tell you about the Zucker. Zucker, Zucker, Zucker or Zucker, could be Zucker. Film producer David Zucker from Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. In fact, they had a they had some some uh, theater experience in White in in Wisconsin. I think in Milwaukee, before they went on to Hollywood, scraped together a few pennies here. They had put out a sample film that is a sample, small part of a film, right, right. and then got financing for the entire film. And I think uh, the first one was uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky, Kentucky Fried, 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 Fried Movie. Yeah. Then they did Airplane was the second one after that, so, yeah. which was got to be one of the really funniest movies, I think, ever. Very funny. Anyway. Uh, best known for movies or Airplane, or Ruthless People, and the Naked Gun films. So they were responsible for Police Squad, though, too, on TV, before Naked Gun went to the movies, didn't they? No, I don't think so. I think they, they just the took the name. Police Squad on TV. No, they took, the they took the name no, Police, Police Squad. Squad. I think they did a takeoff on Police Squad, yeah. but that was not their show. No. Uh, he, it, oh, he started Kentucky Fried Theater in Old Madison, Wisconsin, not what I said. I thought it was Milwaukee, Madison, Wisconsin. Pardon me? It was a good story anyway. Yeah. Well, I interviewed uh, 
Zucker and the and the two brothers, Abrams brothers, that one when they were just putting out the Kentucky Fried movie, and they just they were an interesting pair. And as a matter of fact, they had a party at their house one night. I I, I don't know why I don't do these kind of things anymore, but I but I I talked to them on the phone and they said uh, uh, we have a, the, the, they just tried to put out airplane, and they said. Uh, Robert Stack is here. Do you want to talk to him? So he came on the line, too. So I kind of feel like I know the family just so well <laughs> that I think if they ever have a bar mitzvah, I'm going to go there with my yarmulke. Thank you. One of the eight you've collected over the years. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, Kentucky Fried Theater was started in Madison, Wisconsin. Then he moved to Los Angeles. So, now, the rest of what I told you is correct. I should explain what I just said about the eight yarmulkes that you... That you've called well, over the oh, years. The, the hair is a little uh, yeah. skull caps you wear. Norm admitted to me during one of the breaks that uh, he kind of forgets to return them after. Yeah, when you go to a funeral, I think kind of, everyone does. I think they do, yeah. How many do you have, Mike? I've got at least 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the largest collection of Nandover, you can be sure of that. And I sure have the largest collection of Middles, and I may be, have the only one. <laughs> I may wear them to town meetings from now on, just to kind of give them some wear. So anyway, David Zucker, David Zucker. We're going to start, let's see, let's start with uh, Jack Hart and his orchestra. Uh, uh, David Zucker. Uh, oh, Kentucky Fry. I should have been doing the math all this time. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have any dates for Kentucky Fried movie, but perhaps you'll remember the yeah, year that early 720. He's got to be, I'd say it came out in 19. I'll tell you when it came out. Because I was saying it was back at the other place there. And, uh, and about 80, 1980, 1981, somewhere around there. No, yeah, that was about oh, Airplane like, came out about then, didn't it? Yeah, more we're talking more and more like nineteen seventy one. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean I was in grammar school still. Kentucky fried fried it must have been the upper seventies though, don't you think? Uh, the airplane might, well, might have been I think it was the early seventies. Uh like uh old yeah, seventy two, seventy three. Okay, now how old how old would that I'll make? I'll say nineteen seventy three. <laughs> okay. How old uh, how old would you say David Zucker is now that you're really swinging there? Um, he's uh, 49. He's 49. Okay, Greeny, what do you say? I'll say 50. 50. And uh, Mike, what would you say? I'd say... I was coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm redoing the math. Are you having a seizure or anything of that nature? That we should we call the WBZ company the doctor? I'm no, not, in that I'm case, let's see if he can go live through it. <laughs> see if he can make. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say forty-nine. Forty-nine. Same as you came up on the same figure as Jack had, and only one away from a greedy who said. I was 50. looking on his paper. I see. <laughs> Okay, Tony, what do you say? I'm going to say 53. 53. And Norma, I said I call on you after after Tony. What do you think? Norm, can I ask a question? Sure. How do you... What? I hope you can. How do you recycle an old bra? An old bra? Yeah. Uh, how do you recycle an old... You probably have a snappy answer for that, so there's no sense in my guessing. Two yarmulkes with chin straps. Two yamulkas with chin straps. <laughs> I haven't thought about that since I was a kid, but you guys brought it back. What, yamulkas or bras with chin? Where, where's Eva? Two 
two yarmulkes with chin straps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> yeah. The Abrams brothers could wear them, I guess, right? <laughs> wow. I'm going to say 51. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that the breast size or is that the... Uh... <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost, I feel so daring because I've been in the, in the radio so long, you couldn't say things that I'm saying now. So it's like I'm getting that all out of my system. After 50 years, I can finally say these things. Breast. Rest, rest, rest. You could have got away with them 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel just so loose and so wonderful. <laughs> okay, what do you think, Claudette? I'll say 54. 54. <laughs> Are you offended by anything I've said, Claudette? No, not at all, Norm. I know I'll say it again, Norm. <laughs> I always enjoy it. I appreciate that. You're, you know something, you're Thank okay. Thank you, Claudette. And Sid, what do you say? I'm going to guess he's 52. 52. Okay. Actually, he's uh, 46. Oh, wow. He is. Oh, yeah, 46. Wow. Let me see. I, I believe that the Jack and Mike came the closest when I'm in 46. They said 49, three years off, and nobody said 50, uh, 49. I mean, I'm sorry, the 43. Okay. It's funny do. you got them all written down and you're still so confused. I am it's really. really I am. To I am to watch it. I am. It's, it's pitiful, isn't it? I'm not proud. I'm not proud of what I do. Read about it in life. Got flustered by by the ability to say breasts. Now, see, I think one of the radio columns next week. You think we'll read that Norm Nathan lost it on the air at 3:45 a.m. I think breasts over and over again. Over loud in 51. You know. I could get I could get fired. I could quit today. It wouldn't any matter. I've I've reached the pinnacle. I've said breast on the air. <laughs> I, I remember I remember uh, I remember when we had a Farlane's commercial at one station I worked at, and uh, they were they had a they had a bra and girdle sale, and I just, I couldn't bring myself to read it. <laughs> my mother's listening. Boy, she washed my mouth out with soap. And I had to give it to another announcer. I'm the Jordans and buy a And here I am saying breast. Oh, that feels good. I'm a liberated You've come man. Come a long way, baby. Well, what did you do? What did they do in the old days? Like if a butcher was having a sale, would they say they were selling chicken chests? Yes. <laughs> no, I, we we wouldn't name the individual parts of a chicken. We were we had some kind of dignity, you know. And we felt a chicken had some dignity too. Okay, bosoms. Charles, you remember Charles Colson? No. The Watergate. Uh, the Watergate guy, your former president. Yep, former presidential advisor. That's the news guy for you. And what? the news editor, Mike Epstein. Yeah. That's that right. one up. Yeah, he knows. I have nothing else to do but pull sound and read about Chuck Colson. Yeah, that's right. Watergate conspirator. <laughs> the whole library. He was. He's from. He's from Boston. You know that. Ooh. He was born in Boston. Oh. He became a born-again Christian after serving 18 months in prison for obstructing justice. Well, that's it's, the place to become a born-again Christian. It's amazing how religion gets to you when you, when you hold up on one of those ugly walls. And you don't have any... Yeah, never mind. Is he doing a talk show now? One of them is. I think he's taking over at the old Jim Baker PTL Club. And he's now soliciting funds for his next break-in of the Democratic National Party. <laughs> And the rest was history. Okay, Charles Colson. We're gonna start with the. Uh, let's start with you, Grainy. Oh, 
fifth year? I'm going to say, oh, 60. 60, okay. And, uh, Tony, what do you say? Hmm. Well, Mike, you've seen him. Have you seen him? Yes, I have. Lately? Yes. What's he look like? Uh, he's, oh, my birth. He's, he's, he's gotten a little more rotund around the midsection. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I've still, seen him. Still, uh, still wears his glasses. Never went to contacts, although I told him to. Yeah. He's losing what's left of his hair. Okay. And he still is a really bad dresser. Ah, wow, what a pretty picture. <laughs> Sounds like you're describing me. <laughs> 67. No, no. Okay, I'm sorry, I was confused with you, Norm. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, no, he was what, in the Watergate break-in? He was indicted in it. He was, he was a religious advisor to yeah. all the presidents. He, he, yeah, he, was, he, was, uh, he served 18 months for Eight, obstructing, oh, 18 months. Okay. For obstructing justice. 18 months. But his name was very prominently mentioned during the uh, Watergate trials. Uh, 63. 63. 63. 61. 62. 61. And there were let wheel stops on? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> 61. 61. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Jack? Oh, 64. 64. Okay. And uh, Sid? I'll have to go with 62. You have to, huh? I, I have to. I have no okay. choice. Put that gun away. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Claudette, what do you say? I'll say 64 as well. You'll say 64 as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Norma? Mm -hmm. I am old for five, so I might as well just go for 60. 60. Okay. And uh, what do you think, Mike? I think he's 65. 65. Okay. He is 62. Oh, hey. Sid, Sid, Sid oh. Whitaker. Oh. Uh, guess the right of the butt. You probably want to run down. And actually, uh, Tony's kind of walking away with everything. He's got three correct answers. And one apiece by... Isn't that always the case, though, Oh, it is. Yeah, we know about Tony. Sure. Yeah, know. He's under a cloud again, isn't he? Yeah. He's smart. Yeah, he's either. Oh smart. yeah, now she's trying to get on my good oh, side. Tony, I was accused of cheating one night with you. You know I don't accuse you of that. I know. Well, you're a cheat. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, Norma, to accuse you because you do. That's no, why. I wouldn't do that. Anyway. How come I get them all wrong? <laughs> uh, anyway, winning one apiece. Because uh, you don't know the right answers. That would do uh, it. But if I cheat. Oh, shut up, all of you. <laughs> winning one apiece, each a Greeny, a Jack, Mike, and a Sid. So that actually the only two who have not won it, I suppose I shouldn't single you out. Claudette and Norma. Yeah, but you're both just a darn adorable what the heck. Let me, <laughs> let me give you one or two names from uh, of people who were born on October 18th, which is Monday, uh, who, kind, who were kind of interesting. Like George C. Scott, the actor. George, George C. Scott, I'll give, I'll give you a little background. He's from Virginia. Wise Virginia. He's been married five times, twice to Colleen Dewhurst. She just died, I guess, within the past year. She was a fine actress. Very good. And a, a nice lady. I interviewed her at the Copley Plaza Hotel in her room. Oh, really? Oh, well. Ben, Ben, ben uh, there was the other guy. He was, they were both in here for a play. The Ben Kazara was also there. 
So there were the three of us. Right. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. No, Whoa. Uh, that's pretty heavy stuff. You know, the life. No, but I, because they were both, well, Ben is still alive and a fine actor. He's taking it so seriously, and I'm making scandalous references to all three of you in the hotel room. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, exactly. Well, well, I'm saying, oh, it was just wonderful. <laughs> it was being so serious. Okay, he's anyways been married five times. Yeah. Uh, twice to Colleen Dewhurst. Now, tell the story again. It's almost <laughs> like we've gone through a time warp just now. <laughs> but I'm leading up to the fact that he's been married to Trish Vanderveer since 1972. Oh. Uh, he won an Oscar in 1970 for the film Patton. He appeared in the last days of Patton. I, I don't remember that movie. You remember with the last days of Patton? Was a, did they do a sequel to Patton? A sequel to Patton. I, it was such a great movie. How could they dare do that? They're doing a sequel to The Graduate. A sequel to, a sequel to Star Wars or something. Yeah, the graduate. There was a sequel called the postgraduate, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. The alumnus. Yeah, right, yeah. And he was Mussolini on television. <laughs> Must be a funny thing you guys can say about that. Oh, he had no place else to stand. Yeah. Did you know that the that the pat oh. roll was you know, you know who turned down that pat roll before Jersey Scott got it? Because he seems such a natural to be. Pat. Hold on, let me think about this. Bob, who do you think? Don Rickles. Don Rickles and Bob Hope. That's right. Uh, Don Rickles was going to be the young Pat and uh, Bob Hope, the old Pat. No way. No, instead, no. Of, instead of him standing in front of the flag shouting obscenities, he'd come out and stand there and, and tell real short, bad jokes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yell at everyone, so, hey, get out of America, you hockey puck, you know, and it just hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Bob Hope would say, uh, you're saying, hey, this is, uh, oh, what a haircut. Uh, yeah. Oh, he'd say, uh, this is uh, George uh, uh, Army Rank Pat. He's saying, if you don't brush your teeth with Pepsodent in uh, general, you'll have to take him on private. Him? Can you see him walking out on stage in front of the flag and suddenly you hear, da, 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 da. thanks for the message. Pat walks out on stage. Okay, the Pat roll, you haven't told me who you thought turned down the Pat roll. Well, I said Don Rickles. But Don Rickles, that's right, you did say it. was Lee, Lee Marvin, well, he, he, oh, he would have made sense. John, yeah. John Wayne. Oh. Let's set up the tanks and get out of here. <laughs> Put them all in a circle and uh, let's go. They got the perfect one to do it. Oh, oh, George, George, he's <laughs> well, any, any, Rod Steiger was another one, and Robert Mitchum, but uh, they couldn't get him to keep his eyes open long enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a feeling like he's doing a flag at half-mast imitation. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But Robert Mitchum, yeah. He was half smooched. He's half, no, I don't know about that. That may be. He looks it. He looks half He looks it with his eyes half closed. <laughs> okay, that's Absolutely. that's okay. I don't think he can sue us for that. I think that's going to be a catchphrase for the 90s. What are you, man? I'm half, half smooched. What do you get that with a, from a woman with one lip? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I meant drunk. Oh. Okay, George C. Scott. Yeah. We'll start with you, Claudette. How old do you think George C. Scott will be on Monday, the 18th of October? Oh, Lord. I'll see. 
Sorry, Susan. Gasp. And what do you think, Granny? I'll say 76. That's the spirit. Elizabeth Green says 76. And Norma says... 72. And uh, Tony... Averaging thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. Sid, what do you think? Now? I'll have to go with 69. 69. Did you say 69? 69. <laughs> okay. Uh, George C. Scott is actually the exact age Tony Nesbitt said if you want to draw any conclusions to, yes. to, to Tony and cheating. Mm -hmm. uh, 66 is correct. He's, no, I, I know he's a lot younger than everyone thinks he is. Yeah, he does look older. Does he look yeah. older than I? He looks 66 in Patton, for crying out loud. Yeah, I, th I think so, yeah. He's younger than I am. Do you yeah. realize that? Wow. Can you believe that? Look at me. Sure. Look at me. Look, look at me. Does Paul I, do I not look younger? For God's sakes, of don't course. I look younger? Of what course. is this? No. I think my birth certificate is wrong. <laughs> I think it is. I think it was a dirty trick my mother played on me. Well, how old do you feel? <laughs> About the age I am. <laughs> Actually. Okay, we're going to get just one more. You've already walked away with everything. What do I have now? Four? You have four correct oh. answers. What I do I have? have? He knows. Booby prize. <laughs> Well, we were talking about yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's right. people. I guess we do have the booby prize. <laughs> that's right. Okay, how about, uh, let's see. You and I, you're not going to go with a chin strap. <laughs> 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 Thanks, I can make my own. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm looking with a kind of about a uh, little propeller on top. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yellow, bright yellow. A bright yellow yarmulke. Oh, with it's a, a okay. from a strip or maybe some Mickey Mouse ears on it. And stuff. <laughs> well, as long as you keep your head covered, that covers the uh, religious law. Anyway, Pam Dauber. Mindy from Mark and Mindy. Mm, that's yeah. right. That's right. She's co-starred with Pat with, uh, with Sam, Williams. My sister Sam. What's that, please? My sister Sam. She was in that. Those are yes, she was. Yeah. And also, she is married to actor... Mark Harmon. Oh, that's yeah. what she's Yeah, she uh, was born in the Detroit, Michigan. But the idea now is to tell how long ago was that. And we'll start with the very lovely Sid Whitaker and his orchestra. What the? Oh, that was my third grade teacher's name, Miss Whitaker. Miss Whitaker? I thought, I thought it was Sid. <laughs> I'm flattered. That was the name of the uh, Carl Reiner character. The last name, anyways, and, and uh, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. He was Walt Whitaker. Remember, the Russians would come yeah. in and say, Great movie. Look here, Walt uh, Whitaker, Walt. Just get, get the name backwards. Oh, it was a funny movie. I, I like that. Anyway, Sid uh, Whitaker, what do you think? Pam Dauber, how old do you think she is? She uh, will be on Monday, the 18th. Uh, say she's uh, 36. 36. 36. Oh, okay. I think she's closer to 39. Closer to 39, but no cigar. Okay. My annotation is getting worse or worse <laughs> a minute. It is really awful, you yeah. Annotation of who? <laughs> you see what I mean, Dad? Uh, Jack, what do you say? How old is, will Pam Darber be on Monday the 18th? Oh, uh, 43. 43, and what do you say, Tony? I don't know. I don't know. I'll write that down. I don't 
apostrophe <laughs> e. <laughs> well, maybe I do. Okay. So we erase that. Okay. I thought she could be 38, but now with Jack saying 43, I'm going to have to say 41. 41, you say. Uh, I see. I'll get the logic to that at all, but what the heck. And what do you say, Norma? I'm saying... Ooh, I got two answers. I'm going to say 39. Well, I don't want to go through that again. Oh, oh, oh. Please don't. 39. Yeah. I'll just forego my answer. Go through what, Norm? Now, cut that out. <laughs> uh, Greedy, what do you say? I'm going to say 38. 38. You and Claudette have been unusually quiet this time. Is there anything, uh, any reason for that? Are you just naturally quiet? You, or do you enjoy the stimulating talk that all the rest of us have been <laughs> I enjoy laughing at everybody else. Oh, what a nice thing to say. You're okay. <laughs> what about you, Claudette? Because you've been even quieter than Greeny. Okay. Uh, Are you speaking Oh, right I now? said I'm tired of her. Okay. I'm up now. Wow. She was honest. Uh, I thought you were going to say, because we just so funny, you figured, what's the point of trying to top those <laughs> witty folks? You might have been laughing so hard you just couldn't catch your breath. I thought it was going to be a nice comment like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but as I'm so I'm tired, so tired. I, can't, I don't feel like saying anything. Yeah. I'm so tired. Jeez. Oh, geez. What, uh, what, uh, what do you say, Pam? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Claudette. I'll, I'll say how. <laughs> I'll say 42. 42, you'll say. Isn't that interesting? That's right on the button. She is, she will be 42. So I was close in my reasoning until someone's... Well, you said, you said uh, 41, and mm. Jack said 43. You guys wow. were right around that time. Yeah. You were very, very close. Wow. Yeah, but it's 42 is right. And that means that everybody has won except... I'm going to go hang my head in shame. I won't listen any names just to who that person is, even though she is going to hang I her head. I think I got shame. my yamaka on too tight and squishing <laughs> yeah. my brain. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, that can be a tough thing. Tight <laughs> yamaka. The chin strap's too tight. Is the nature's work basket. <laughs> that's what my, my, my Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother used to say things about nature. Oh, my. Yeah. I said, no, it's the uh, tight yamaka. It's the devil's workshop, grandmama. And uh, she would say, show me a grandson who speaks back to his grandmother, and I'll show you a purple scarf. <laughs> I said, now you're starting to make sense. Exactly. <laughs> that, that was about a week before the guys in the white coats came for her, wasn't it? Yeah, she was, uh, she was as loony as a uh, loony bird. Yeah, she, she was. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank all of you for playing the dumb birthday game. I thought today's game was especially boring. And, uh, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Hey, Claudette. Yeah. At ease now. You can you can lie down and get some sleep. All right, thank you. Good night, Claudette. Good night, everybody. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone before you do that. Oh, I most definitely will. Take care. Bye, bye, Claudette. She like she was just leaning over to hang it up. She's right there in bed. She might have been. She might have been in bed, ready to drop off to sleep anyway. And Greeny. Greeny. Yes. Oh, you are there. Okay. You're tired too, aren't you? No, I'm sitting here listening. Okay, thanks a lot for playing the game with us. Appreciate it. Yes, and I appreciate being on. Good night, somebody. everybody. Good night, Greeny. Thank God somebody's sitting there listening. <laughs> okay. And Norma, when do you sleep, Norma? You sleep during the daytime? Yeah, sometimes. 
Yeah. No, I do There's the another show. name for them, you know. What's that? Over the shoulder, boulder holders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing something here. What, what is that all about? Bras. Bras. I think that's oh, right. bras. We're back to bras again. Over the shoulder, boulder holders. <laughs> hey, Norma, thanks for playing the Horace. game and adding some wild ribald humor or a stretch, a stretch Cunningham on all the When you're family. tired, you get silly, Norm. What are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Take care. I had fun. Bye-bye. Oh, we had fun, too. And Jack, again, happy birthday to you. Oh, well, yeah, thank you very birthday. much. Thank happy you. birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, let's get rid of him. <laughs> He gets to add so many things. You just want sense. After a while, just to drive you know, before crazy. we sign off, Norm, you do have to say breast one more time. I will. I'm saving it up for just a right moment. Okay. I want to thank you, Mike and uh, Sid and uh, Tony. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> Why, I must be Norm. I must be the guy he talked about. Breast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most stupid program I think I've ever been part of. Coming up the news time, and we'll see you in a little bit, so don't go too far away. Sir, would you introduce me for heaven's sake? For news all day and talk all night, stay with WBZ Radio. Now, here's WBZ's Norm Nathan. Norm Nathan, talk of the town, lift you up when you're down, Norm Nathan. On WBZ in Yes, hello. Let me check the uh, lottery numbers. Yeah, I haven't done that for a while. The uh, Massachusetts Daily Lottery, 3825, and the Mass Millions, 5671536 bonus number. Uh, was four. I'll check in a little bit to see whether there are any winners in our case you care, okay? Generosa. I couldn't be better, Norm. I was uh, I was thinking to myself, does Norm Nathan need an introduction? I, I think so, yes. Oh, I think he needs a very strong one. Oh, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I guess no, 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 no. <laughs> then I get the wrong answer, eh? Oh, gee. How's everything going? Good. I get the biggest kick out of the, the, the birthday thing. Some morning I'm going to call up and, and join you. Well, that would be nice. We'd love to have you. Yeah, if I can stay awake long enough. No, I love it. I, I get a big kick out of Norma when she gets with uh, Mike and uh, Tony. Was that Tony, too, tonight? That was Tony Nesbitt. Yeah, playing yeah. a game with us. How Boy. can I forget his voice? Oh. Yeah. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. Now, before I forget it, I was at the Top Field Fair, and I met a gentleman from uh, Top Field, uh, from uh, Middleton, rather. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds. Well, I... What his first name is, he served on the, uh, uh, on the board at one time with, uh, with you in, in uh, Middleton. On the board, or did he work in the schools? Is he an older man? Yeah. Would that be Myron? Was that his first? Well, I don't know. I mean, there was a there was a man who was a who was a custodian at the school, Could be. named Myron Reynolds. Myron Reynolds. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. All I know is that I I remember the name Reynolds because I was thinking of the cigarette uh, ad, you know, the uh, and that's how that name stuck with me. And I said I must tell him. 
next time I see. Could be, could be Myron. Please. And here you are coming back to tell me, and you can't even remember. Isn't that awful? That is really, that really, that really stinks. Oh, well, that's pretty cute. After listening to all those commercials before I got on, I says, oh, heavens to bed. I'm not going to say that. Heavens to Betsy. You remember one time you said, you have to say that. It's so well, old. Well, I mean, I just, I, I never heard anybody over the age of eight or ten ever say heavens to Betsy. <laughs> I guess maybe I'd have, maybe a long time ago. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't help it if I date myself. Hey, Nan, today's our uh, Bazaar at St. Adelaide's Church. Why, why did I have a feeling that you were going to lead up to that? <laughs> never mind. Partly sunny and mild, highs in the mid sixties. Uh, mid sixties. Oh, that! Oh, that! Can't beat! I, can't I, beat that! Oh no, that's great. Um, Sunday, Sunday, it's cloudy with showers in the mid sixties, but today, oh. so far the weather looks good. We'll have the an update on that at oh. five o'clock when the WBZ news staff gets into full swing. Oh my goodness, we mustn't forget that. Oh, we mustn't forget <laughs> the full swing of the new staff. That's you know, right. At, at the end of that promo with you there, that lovely little voice, uh, whose voice is that? That's Linda Chase. Oh. She's the one who sings uh, the the song. Oh, is she? I was going to ask you that. The next question would have been that, but I love the way she said at the end of it there. I said, oh, golly, I have to tell, talk about uh, talk. It makes it very nice. I really like that, Norm. Yeah, she's very talented. She's yeah, very, she's very talented. Dave is. Currier, too. Oh, Dave Currier, he uh, plays a... Yeah, oh. He's part of a group. She has a group called Linda's League. Although oh. she's doing a solo over at Ken Steakhouse on Route 9 and... Where's that? Framingham or Natick are right on the line in that area. Yeah, Framingham. Yeah, Wednesday, she's there Wednesday through Saturday. Oh, anybody wants to catch her. Oh, for yeah. heaven's sake, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, listen, you have a good day, and if you can come down to our uh, bazaar, I would love to have you. Okay, thanks very much, Obe. It's yeah. very successful there at Peabody Generosa. Yeah, listen, darling, my love to the girls. Okay, fine, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Wee Tea Shop at Scotch Pine Farm in Pepperell makes the best scones you've ever tasted. All their soup, sandwiches, and desserts are just as good. Many of the recipes have been handed down, and everything is homemade from scratch. Meals are served on Thistle China, and tea comes with a tea cozy. It takes a hearty man to put away a bowl of scotch broth and a scone, a real roasted turkey sandwich with cranberry apple salad, homemade apple pie, and a mug of steaming hot coffee. For a more delicate appetite, there's a cup of cockaliki soup or a salad plate and a trifle for dessert. After lunch, browse through the Scottish import shop or the year-round Christmas shop. Scotch Pine Farm is located in Pepperell, just one mile from the town hall on Elm Street. Lunch is from 11 to 3, Wednesday through Saturday. On Sunday, breakfast is from 8 till 2. Breakfast is something else. Fried apples, biscuits, and gravy with homemade sausage. Call 508-433-2758. Scotch Pine Farm in Pepperell. I'm fine. I'll well, listen, okay. I talked to you about three weeks ago. I'm the guy in the theater business. Oh, yes. In Detroit. Yes. And I just want to tell you, it's so great to hear you again. And uh, as usual, I missed out on the dumb birthday game. Oh, you got to have to wait. I always get home about 3 o'clock, and I can't ever get through. I know. It gets kind of busy about that. Uh, if you could somehow call a bit earlier, uh, we'd love to have you. We'll be doing. We'll be looking for some people again overnight tonight. Yeah, okay. Well, you, what do you mean? You're talking Sunday or uh, Saturday into Sunday? Yes, yeah, Saturday into Sunday, right. Okay, well, I'll look forward to that. But uh, 
Listen, I want to ask you one thing, too. Uh, my brother used to live in the Boston area. And, God, if I can remember, I think it was, was an area called Chestnut Hill. Yes, there is such a place. That's part of... Well, that's that part of Brookline or Newton. I always forget which Newton. one. Newton. Newton. That's okay. it. Pretty area. Yeah, it's a nice area. Yeah, and we used to have a good time coming out there. And one thing i got to say about people in your area that I used to love when I would come out there is when we would take a trip out along the ocean, yes. you could get the lobster and crab rolls. Oh, yeah. And I think those are outrageously good. Yeah, and we have, can't get those in the Midwest. I get, I think, get, oh, that's right. I guess it, I, no. You, we have some uh, awfully good seafood places. Yes, you do. And I, I'm a seafood addict, and I love it. I and know. also, one other thing, and uh, the lady just before me beat me to the punch. Who is that woman that sings your theme song? Oh, her name is Linda Chase. She's Whoa. A, she's a vocalist <laughs> from uh, this area. She lives in a, a suburban, one of the communities around Boston. And uh, she's per performs in various clubs and that kind of thing with a group called Linda's Legal. Hey, hey, Norm, why is she only known in Boston? I mean, that, that girl could go nationwide. She's wonderful. Yeah, she is, she is awfully good. I, I have seen her a few times. In public appearances, where she, you know, she really can mm -hmm. sing a whole lot of things, and uh, she can sing just about anything, and she sings very, very well. Oh God, she does. She's absolutely yeah, excellent. She, she and, is uh, good. She is. I, good. I listened to the birthday game on the way home, but like I say, every time I, you know, I get out of work about two o'clock in the morning. By the time I get home, it's over. And I, I keep uh, trying to get in on it with you guys, and uh, you know, I guess I'll have to. Uh, Try to make better well, timing. The only thing I can suggest is maybe I can turn you over to uh, Sid Whitaker, and he can take your name and the phone number. Mm -hmm. What if he? What if we called you like tomorrow Sunday? night? I'm not working at all. Oh, you know. Oh, then you call us earliest, just so we don't forget. Okay. okay can I do that? Yes. Like well, if I call you, like uh, well, your time is the same as our time. Well, I go on. Yeah, you know, we're both in Eastern Eastern uh, Eastern Standard, Standard time. Yeah. You can call us uh, sometime after 11. Just talk with the, the producer. And you'll call we'll, me we'll, back. We'll be Sid. Yeah, he'll call you back so you don't have to spend okay, the, okay, spend great. the money. I, for I the just phone want call. to let you know, again, Norm, we love you in Detroit. Thanks a lot, And, uh, you know, it's so nice to talk to you. And uh, I love Boston. I've been there, you know, three or four times. And I think it's a fantastic City. I think I wish I could say the same for Detroit, but I've never. No, no. <laughs> well, Detroit. No, well, we've never, had some I, hard times. No, you no, no, we no, had, no. Hold on a minute. I've never been there. I'm not insulting Detroit. No, no, no. I just no, have never it, been it, there. We've had one bad thing happen here. Yeah. We've had a Rodney King type incident. Yeah. Here in Detroit, uh, involving two Detroit police officers, that has uh, really, really put this city on edge. Um, oh, you've probably heard bad. about it in Boston. Uh, I don't know if you have or not, whatever, but uh, it, uh, other than that, we're, we're all trying to get along real, real well, and, uh, you know, we can get across. One nice thing is that we can go right across to Windsor, Ontario, and have great Chinese food. Windsor, for some reason, Canada seems to have the best oriental restaurants. No kidding. I don't know what it is, but but it's great. Okay, because we've got some very good oriental restaurants in the Boston, yeah, too. Yeah, well, you know, I, when I was in Boston, the only thing I can say about Boston, when I came there, I bought a new car the first time back in 1983, and i got to tell you, I didn't know where the heck I was going. 
I couldn't find my way around. I wound up oh, in the combat zone. Oh, and I got the heck out of there as fast as yeah, I could. Well, it, no, this is a tough city to find your way around. Yeah, and, and I wound up in an area uh, with a lot of Oriental restaurants. I guess you're Chinatown. That's Chinatown, yeah. And had Which a wonderful right, meal. Yeah, well, it's right off the combat zone. Except the combat zone hardly exists anymore. Almost every, every, The whole thing has been pretty much uh, turned over to... Uh, uh, to, to Chinese businesses and stuff, yeah, so there's okay, very, well, very little left of it. Okay, at the time I'm thinking, this is like 1983, it was in full swing at that time, but it's no longer like that. Yeah, but anyway, all I want to tell you is that uh, I love Boston, and uh, if I could do it, and if I could afford it, I'd move there. <laughs> well, come visit anyway. Anytime I would. And listen, Norm, we love you, and you have a great night. And listen, tomorrow night, I want to get in on the birthday. Okay, game. call early enough, and you'll do that. Coming up to about 29 minutes after 4 o'clock. Uh, tonight, I forget, uh, Tony, tonight we have... Uh, Ken Davis. With uh, don't know much about history and don't know much about geography. Oh yeah, those those great. We'll be giving away the paperback edition of geography. Of the geography book. Yeah, right? that that has just come on paperback, and he'll that be will be our prize. He'll be in in studio. That'll mm -hmm. be nice, and he'll be on maybe a couple hours. Yes, with us, eleven to one, something like yep. that. And uh, he'll have questions on a lot of lot of. We get a lot of nice response on that. People like to take part in in those kind of quizzes, and we'll have geography books. By him, as you mentioned, Ken Davis to give away. And then Sunday night. Sunday night is Peter Gammons, who is sometimes Norbert Twitchell. Yeah, this is not the sports writer, Peter Gammons. I need another one. Yeah. yeah. There's another Peter Gammons, and he, he does a... Uh, he's an insurance executive. And, he, and he's well, retired. And, uh, and now he's telling old Yankee stories. That's right. Some of those, you know, like a bird at... Like Bird and I and all those wonderful albums, which I really love a great deal. Anyways, it is time to say goodbye. I think I said that already. It begins with Tony. Oh, I'm getting new instructions. Uh -oh. I keep going longer than I figured. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I can talk to Ed then. Why don't I talk to Ed as long as he's on the line? Ed, you're on WBZ. I was almost going to ignore you because I thought we had to go off the air now, but I guess we don't. But Ed probably went off the line. I mean, he's I'm ignoring you. Are you ignoring me, Ed? Is he sleeping? Shh. Turn it up real loud. Okay, okay. We'll see. I'll turn up his volume real loud here. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. The wind is in the crooked trees. And it sings. Do I hear him breathing? Okay. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's uh, terribly interesting so far as radio entertainment is concerned. He was to some guy the other considering he wasn't breathing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that he's breathing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking that, but uh, <gasps> that isn't great radio entertainment. Just listening to do that. Anyway, uh, we could do that for the next few minutes. We, we could just we breathe. Could do that. Yes, we could. Kind of relaxing. Hmm? Kind of relaxing. Kind of relaxing. Yes. Anyway, it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun this past night. There was there were a couple other interesting items that that were on the. Uh, wire that I meant to tell you about before I go. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, I love this part of the show. This is kind of... This is shuffle papers. Yeah, shuffle papers. I know this. I know, I know that is really nice. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't like that. That wasn't it. No, that wasn't it. That was really stupid. That was it. Uh, no, and let's see about this one. No, you wouldn't like it. you like Letterman and Leno searching for that last one to get the crowd really cheering right at the end. That last good headline of that... 
And what what could supermarket find? I have a couple of lists here. Lister is from the U.S. Census Bureau, uh, namely 10 metropolitan areas with the highest ratio of unmarried men to 100 unmarried women. Virginia got that, didn't they? Jacksonville, North Carolina was on top. That's close. Right. And then uh, Killeen Temple, Texas, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Brazoria, all these funny named places, Texas, Lawton, Oklahoma, State College, Pennsylvania. Clark, hey, that's where the Acuilla guys That's right, Acuilla's down there. They're all single. Elliot Abrams, obviously, is a very desirable. And uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, Anchorage, Alaska, Salinas, Seaside, Monterey, California, that area, and Bryan, College Station, Texas. The areas for women, fewest unmarried men per 100 unmarried women, Sarasota, Florida. They're all like 905 down there, aren't they? No, Sarasota's further north. That's down around right. Miami, they're old. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember standing in line to go into a restaurant, and one guy said to me, it's worth waiting for, kid, because the food's good here. <laughs> I thought anybody calls me, kid's going to be 3,000 years old. Uh, then Bradenton, Florida, Altoona, Pennsylvania, Springfield, Illinois, Jackson, Tennessee, and the list goes on. Anyway, it is time to say goodbye. We're going to check on traffic. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I lost my place here. I get a chance to talk to the big guy once again, the uh, birthday boy, Jack Hart. Thank you very much. BC 24 Hour Traffic Network. And all of us here on the Team Canteen want to wish you the very best. And as soon as we go off the air, we're going to sing a chorus of happy birthday to you. You won't hear it. No, well, anybody listening here, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll know who you I'll did it. You did it in spirit. I'll feel we the vibration. You yeah. will, and you'll feel the, the kinship, the warmth, yes. and the vitality. And the resonance. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. All the way down here. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you could tell us about traffic, or is there, if it's if nothing worth talking about, I don't mind you skipping the whole thing. Oh, there's always something to talk about. You always say that, and the well, you know, because there are no work crews, are there? Sure, absolutely. There are work crews. Always a work crew someplace. Always a bread truck in the fog. Always a bread truck in the fog. Oh yes, they're very heavy fog. It's like in the fog. I, that was a French song. I remember Edith Piaf used to sing that. Show me your bread. La truck de bread à la fog. Was that was called in French? Something like that. When? <laughs> okay, what is happening? Is, is fog really holding things up so terribly that we're all in peril? The fog is so thick, it's 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 creating friction, and cars are having a tough time moving just because of the fog. <laughs> just about everywhere, it's moving about eight eight feet a minute. The old motorists do want to be careful there. It's also not doing too much for their visibility. They're having a tough time seeing. Drive with care as a result of that. We also have some work crews, believe it or not. Route 128 northbound from Route 20 in Waltham to Route 2 in Lexington. Left lanes shut down. Mass Pike eastbound. Can't see it, though, because of the fog. You can't see it because of the fog. <laughs> it's just drive right through the barrels. I'm going to ask by getting eastbound. We do have some work crews as you come out of Newton Corner, and there again, you won't be able to see them, nor will you be able to see work crews inside the Prudential Tunnel. However, work crews in the Sumner Tunnel, you'll be able to see the lights are on. I'm Jack Hart. Nobody's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Take care, Jack. We are focused. We're late. Norm Bates on here. WBZ, Boston 435, kids. 
WBZ News Radio 1030, in cooperation with the Massachusetts Department of Food and Agriculture, presents BZ's Countryside with tips and facts for the homeowner, gardener, and farmer. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Warren Shepherd, your host in our country garden here on WBZ. You know, I have for many, many years, excuse me, I have for many, many years now been very excited every single week. And you know why? Not only because I was a, I have a family and a family that loves me and and et cetera, et cetera, all those good things in life. But one of the things that I have done for the last 24 years on the Department of Food and Agriculture as part of my daily work is put together a countryside program for you folks. And it's it's with somewhat of a heavy heart this morning that I have to make an announcement to you that I was really hoping I would never have to make, or at least it would be years down the road, but that years down the road turned into this morning. And I do have to inform those of you who are regular listeners on Countryside this morning that you unfortunately won't be listening to Countryside anymore because of some circumstances in my work and what have you and uh, here at the studio. And so Countryside, unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, I think for a lot of people, is going to go off the air today. And I, I, I guess probably the best thing for me to do is to say thanks. Thank you so much for a zillion and one memories, because over the years, I think you and I, or those of you who have listened to Countryside for any length of time, know whether it's, it's my guest this morning, Hugh Weiberg, or whoever it's been over the years, that we've had a lot of fun. We've done everything from make Irish coffee here to, uh, to, to cooking eggs, to, uh, to pumpkins, uh, horses, uh, uh, bean sprouts, you name it. We've done all kinds of horticultural and, and, and some fun things. And I hope that you've learned a lot in the process because I know I have. I go away from WBZ this morning knowing that I have just uh, um, 24 and a half years of wonderful memories. And I can only think maybe of one or two occasions when I didn't think things went that well. And I can only think of one or two people over the years of all the guests that I've had since that we've had here in Countryside since July 3rd of 1969. We've only had one or two people that I can say, well, I don't think they were very happy with Countryside this morning. I guess maybe I didn't ask the right questions or something, uh, or maybe they expected something different. But I, I do, and I don't want to get emotional about it. I simply want to let you know as our listeners here on Countryside, that uh, I thank you for your loyalty, I thank you for your friendship, and let me tell you, I have received thousands, and I mean thousands. In fact, on more than one occasion, uh, Hugh Weiberg's friend and mine and yours, Dave Maynard, has been a little angry with Countryside. And you know why? Because on a few occasions, I got more mail than he did. In fact, I can remember on one occasion when uh, when Dave Maynard and I were in a, a floral contest at the New England Spring Flower Show, and I beat the pants off of Dave Maynard making a flower arrangement, and I don't think he ever forgave me for it. But anyway, we've had a lot of good uh, good years here at Countryside, and I'm hoping that uh, I know that at least what they told me this morning was that uh, your friend and mine, Norm Nathan, is going to be taking over this spot. So don't be shocked next week when you turn into Countryside, because it's going to be Norm Nathan and not Warren Shepard. So before I go any further, let me say thank you for a million memories and a million good times, and I just hope that... Uh, 
uh, the rest of your life is as good as I'm looking forward to mine. So, but anyway, we have a we do have a program for Countryside this morning, and, and as I said earlier, Hugh Weiberg is with us, and I, I want to talk with you as much as I can. I have a few things to bring bring to your attention, but <clears throat> I'll just bet for those of you who have listened to Countryside and heard Hugh Weiberg, you just think that we're going to be talking about pumpkins and gardening, but I got a surprise for you. Is this today we're going to talk about something entirely different, and I had no idea until recently that Hugh Weiberg was into this area of expertise, and I had no idea that he could write like this. Well, I knew his other book was going well. In fact, I understand it went into three, three, uh, uh, three printings. So I guess people like that book too on vegetable gardening. But we're not going to talk about vegetable gardening. But I'll keep you in the dark for just a minute or two, because I want you to, uh, I want you to say thanks not only to I guess to me if you care to, but you might want to say thanks to some of the Cider Taste Off winners. They had a contest back on October 5th at the Copley Square Farmer's Market in Boston and um, there's uh, here in eastern Massachusetts I guess as across Massachusetts and probably most of New England there are cider mills all around and this is a great time of the year to enjoy one of the fall items that farmers produce for you, among many others, other than things like cranberries and apples and what have you. But cider, if you're getting sick of, of milk or you're getting sick of juices or even water, can I tell you that if you haven't had a good glass of, of Massachusetts cider lately, you're missing something for a delicious treat. We think about it, I guess, at Halloween time, but uh, I know in my house... My wife brings home a half a gallon or a gallon every week for weeks on end here in the fall. And Warren Hills, well, I have to fight them for it, but we get to enjoy a lot of Massachusetts cider. And I want to say congratulations to the Cider Hill Farm in Amesbury for winning the first place contest in eastern Massachusetts. Uh, Phil's Apples in Harvard for central Massachusetts. And Pine Hill Orchards in Coleraine up in the Berkshire. So if any of you know about those cider places, you go over and get some. It's award-winning cider. Uh, I hope you had a chance to take in that Topsfield Fair because uh, you know last weekend was the uh, was the last weekend for the Topsfield Fair. There was a lot of great activities. I had a chance to go up a couple times and take a look at some of the uh, uh, not only that uh, big giant pumpkin contest. And I got to ask you about that in a minute. But there was a lot of. Activity. I mean, a lot of activities, and I have tried over the years to convince a lot of you to take in that Topsfield Fair, and I guess you have, because I think they had a pretty good attendance this year. Uh, very quickly, um, don't forget about the Old Farmer's Almanac. We've been talking about that, because uh, that's one of those little publications that, in my estimation, is, is a terrific little book, and it, it's... I don't know any other little almanac that's got as much information in it as that one does. Don't forget about the pick-your-own-apple list, or at least uh, go and pick some apples. We're talking about apples and cider this morning. You might want to uh, call the Department of Food and Agriculture, because you can't call me here anymore. But you might want to call the Department of Food and Agriculture in Boston. It's 727-617, of course. 727-3018 will do it. 727-3018. I get it right yet. Um, and call them and tell them you want a copy of that uh, Pick Your Own Apple list. Don't forget about places like the Massachusetts Horticultural Society and the Worcester County Horticultural Society, Tower Hill Garden. This is a great time to take it in. 
Thanks, Warren. I'll be sure to check them out. As always, thanks for tuning in, and please consider supporting the show on Patreon. The link is below. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. Man, the list is long. Four, The Pootie Pie Club. Bread and Fruit. Kevin Myron. Walking Sids in the Jungles of Borneo. Pulling a Brudnoy. Major Bose. Ted Mack. Saint Bruno, the patron saint of WBZ producers. Being reincarnated as a thigh master. Saucy wenches everywhere. Spring chickens at the Topsfield Fair. Jack Benny, John Wayne, groupies with subpoenas. Provocative daytime discussions at night. Birthday logic. Leaving the last S off for savings. Mattress singles bars. Recycled bras and yarmulke collections. Doing the math. Breasts, breasts, breasts. Reaching the pinnacle. Chicken dignity. Robert Mitchum's eyes. Being half smooched. Booby prizes. Norm's Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother. The yarmulke is the nature's work basket. Over-the-shoulder boulder holders. St. Adelaide's in Peabody. Ken's Steakhouse. The wee tea shop in Scotch Pine Farm. Tea cozies. Hardy men and scones. Windsor, Ontario, Chinese food. Just breathing. Shuffling papers. Friction-filled fog. Joan McCool, Sid Whitaker, Mike Epstein, Paul Drake, Jack Hart, in La Radio Host de Nom Nevon. I'm Antoine Nesbitt.